14 years and now I'm a mentor and a coach. And in 2012, I transferred from the classroom to the stage or transitioned, I guess would be a better <laughs> word than transferred. But I transitioned from the classroom to the stage and I just absolutely love what I do. I developed the program as a high school teacher through trainings and stuff that I was doing, books that I have read. As a youngster, I was bullied quite a bit because I have so many learning disabilities. And I, I still do. I've just learned tools to help me cope with them. And when I was a high school teacher, I used those tools and passed them on to my students. And so when I I wanted to reach more people, I wanted to help more people and parents were saying, you know, do you have a book or how can we get how can we get more information? So I really felt called and led, you know, that intuition, that divine guidance, I you know, whatever you want to call it, but I felt like it was my mission to reach more people. And so I transitioned from the classroom to the stage in two thousand and twelve and then wrote my book, Bully Proofing You. Because I realized it's not about what people say. So many programs try to tell people what they can and can't say. My program improves confidence and personal value from the inside out. So when somebody says something mean to you, it may hurt, but it doesn't devastate. And it gives you tools on how to combat the bullies between your ears and then, and then still love the people outside of you. <laughs> So that's powerful. And I know I've, I've read um, some of your book and your website, and I'm hoping you'll take time to tell us about the website too. But what impressed me is you made the comment that it isn't just a few students who are bullied. You observe that most high school students, most if not all high school students are bullied. And I observed that myself when I taught high school. But some are not affected by it. Yeah, that was so. Um, I remember uh, very poignantly. I was probably, you know, teachers are constantly told watch out for bullies, and you know, they had a zero tolerance rule for a while. Does not work. Please get rid of it. <laughs> if your school has a zero tolerance rule, get rid of it as as best as you can. Um, but I, I remember observing a student who, in my opinion, had fit fit that checklist of being bullied. And I asked him, one thing I learned a long time ago was ask people what things mean to them instead of me interpreting what it means. And so I asked this student, I said, hey, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, that guy's just an idiot. And I was like, okay, so the student that I thought might have been bullied did not see it that way at all. So I let it go. And I started observing students and, you know, I, I love learning. I love growing. Our house is a lab. <laughs> it's a laboratory. <laughs> We're constantly doing experiments. I do it on myself and my kids. But I started watching my students, and I realized that there were some students who would be devastated by just a small little comment and other students would just brush it off. And I'm like, okay, what's the difference? And I was reading and trying to deal with my own demons, so to speak, my own bullies between my ears and started realizing that it's that underlying personal value. The students who had a high personal value, they believed in themselves. They liked themselves. They thought they were okay. 
was were not victims of bullying, no matter what the other students said. They just brushed it off. But the students who had a low self-esteem or a low personal value were targets and were constantly being injured and hurt by negative things. So as I did more and more research, I realized that the external people, people outside of them, were saying the things that they were already saying to themselves. So it validated their fears and their insecurities. And so I realized that it was very, very important to give my students tools on how to build their personal value. One thing that I do when I'm on stage in front of a group is I'll say, how do you like my purple dress? And I won't have on a purple dress. And people in the audience will look at me like, well, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, exactly. When you know you have red and somebody calls you purple, they're the crazy one, not you. And it's exactly the same with bullies. If you are already bullying yourself because of the things you're saying to yourself, external bullies have that much more power over you. But if you believe in yourself and you love yourself and somebody tells you that you're an idiot, you just brush it off because they're the crazy person, not you. And you know it's not true. Right. You know it's not true. You, you take this message to school groups, youth groups. Yes, I do. And I've been all over the country. I absolutely love it. Um, youth groups, schools all over. And I've started also going into businesses because when a person likes themselves, they're much more productive. They have less turnover, um, less absenteeism. And that's where my current book has come from, Taming the Bully Between Your Ears. Bully Proofing You was written for middle school and high school. And as a special offer to anyone on your podcast, if they send me an email, I will give them the workbook for free. It's a $19.99 value, so a $20 value, but I'll send them the workbook for free via, via digital outload if they, if they would like that um, as a special guest for your, for your listeners. All right, and they would contact you through your website? Right. Um, after they purchase the book on Amazon or wherever, um, they can just send me an email, genie at geniesiscometh.com, and just say, hey, I heard you on Emily's podcast. I'd love to get a copy of the workbook and um, use it with my book. I just purchased it. You don't need to show me in, in receipt or anything. Just let me know where you purchased it, and I'll send that, that workbook right out to you. That's a generous offer. Thank you. Oh, thanks. It's my thanks to you. Thank you for having me and, and letting me share my message. And I so appreciate it. So as I'm talking to students, parents were coming up to me and saying, hey, I've, I've got a bully between my ears, too. And so that's where the book Taming the Bully Between Your Ears, which is more for an adult audience, is that was the inspiration for that. And it should be out sometime next year. Um, we're, we're taking that to a publisher I have an agent right now and so so I don't want to say it'll be out in a little bit <laughs> it'll be out sometime <laughs> next year there's still a lot of steps we've got to go through but it's all about what are you saying to yourself because whatever you're saying to yourself as the parent or as the teacher your students and your children are saying to yourself so bully proofing starts with you wherever you are and they, they'll probably, I'm sure you'll be announcing it on your website when that book comes out. Yes, I will. It's on there now for pre-order, um, but, but we're, um, 
I was going to self-publish it. Then I had an agent contact me and say, hey, I'm interested in this. And so now we're going a different route, which is with a publisher, which is really exciting. So yes. it's going to be a little bit longer before it comes out. Uh -huh. so, but you can still pre-order it at a very reduced rate. So if you're interested in that and you're okay with waiting, um, yeah, go ahead, jump on my, my website, geniesiscometh.com, and uh, go ahead and pre-order that. You're public speaking. You're talking to youth groups. Do you ever talk to parents? Absolutely. So when I go to a school, I do three presentations. I do one presentation for the students. It's highly interactive. We have a lot of experiential things that they do, usually about an hour to an hour and a half. Hour and a half is my favorite or all day. <laughs> But not very many schools let me come all day. So an hour and a half is ideal for a student audience. Then I also do a training for the staff at the school. Um, it's a little bit different. There are experiential as well, but it's, it's more from the staff point of view of what to look for and listen for in their students so that they can stop that bullying before it ever starts. Then I also do usually an evening presentation for the community to come in, the parents to come in, and I give them a presentation so they can see what I've taught or I'm going to teach to their students, and then also give them specific skills that they can use as a parent to make sure that they're reinforcing that bully-proofing experience in their home. So they have a bullyproof environment at the school, and then they have a bullyproof environment at home as well. I think it's critical the way parents react when their child comes home and, and says, indicates, I've been bullied. And I, you know, some parents will become outraged, and I know that how they react teaches their children a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's hence, hence the parent training. One thing I'd love to give your listeners a tip right now is if your student comes home or your child comes home and says, Mom, Sally called me a name, whatever it is, you're go all you're going to say as a parent is, aren't you glad I don't believe that? Aren't you glad I don't believe that? Write that on your hand. Write it on sticky notes all over your house, wherever you need to, so that you can remember it. The reason is, is that when your child comes in and says something like that, your initial reaction is to automatically let your child know that they are smart, they're beautiful, they're incredible, you love them. And in the process of doing that, you let their subconscious question, well, Mom just spent five minutes trying to tell me I'm incredible. Maybe I'm not. But when you say the words, aren't you glad I don't believe that, that gives them a question that they can say, oh, wait a minute. You mean I get to choose? I get to choose what I believe, what somebody says to me? I get to say yes or no to the labels that are put on me? And so those, those words are so powerful. Aren't you glad I don't believe that? Let the child realize that, hey, they have a choice in believing what someone says or not believing. That's true. And I think that would be very powerful. Now, I understand you have a foundation. 
I do. It's the Bullyproofing You Foundation. And so if you live in Utah, because that's where I'm from, <laughs> if you live in Utah, my trainings and my books are totally free to any school or youth group that I can come and speak to the parenting group. So that three-part presentation would be absolutely at no cost. We have grants to cover all of that. We're currently working on getting them outside of the state of Utah as well, but I do not have sponsors outside of the state. So if you're listening to this and you know of a business that would like to sponsor this, please get them in touch with me so that we can take this message to more and more people. I, I liked what you mentioned about the bully-free zone. And again, we know that that hasn't been effective and your program is. Yes, absolutely. I've received emails. I saw it work in my classroom every single day. Since I've been taking it across the country, I've seen it and I've here I get emails all the time. I have parents come up to me all the time and and let me know that, hey, this is amazing stuff. Thank you so much. Finally a program that you see people hurt people hurt people. And yeah. so many programs teach kids to give as good as they get or attack back and no, 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 no. Hurt people, hurt people. And so if you can remember that when someone's saying something negative to you, then you can allow them to be okay while you are being okay. The problem arises when you attack back and they already hurt. All it does is escalate and it hurts more people. And so in the last section of, well, the first section is all about loving yourself, liking yourself, believing in yourself, that mm -hmm. personal value. Then the second part of my book is about perspective and why people bully, hurt people bully. So it helps you see where the bully is at. It gives you that little bit of a different perspective from they're attacking me and they're mean to, oh my goodness, this person needs help. And then the last part of the book is all about planned responses. What can you say and do in the middle of a bullying situation? Planned responses that you can immediately use to diffuse a bullying situation, to have it stop, but to also let the other person not be injured or hurt mentally or physically as well. That takes a much broader perspective. And I can see why it's so much more effective. Thank you. Do you have any, uh, well, you've given quite a bit of advice to parents, and I love the way you, you train the students, and then you talk to the parents so the parents can work with their children, understanding the program to reinforce it. Any other advice? Or uh, you know, I work mainly with uh, students with special needs, and I think sometimes they get bullied more than students who don't, you know, yeah, average. yeah, they're definitely at a higher risk. I absolutely agree. But the difference is, is they're also at a much more receptive level for parents who utilize those, those positive comments. So a lot of times the parent is the model right? Yes. yes. We are the model for our children and the parent is bullying themselves. For example, 
I would get up in the morning, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm fat. I've got, my hair's a mess, right? And I, or I would see my reflection, oh, I forgot to brush my hair, or I forgot I didn't put on makeup today. I look like a mess. I'd pill, spill something on my shirt. Oh my gosh, I'm so clumsy. All of those, you're modeling for your child. You're bullying yourself, and that's what you're teaching them to do. So I invite you, the next time you see your reflection, you say, oh, my goodness, check out that bedhead. I worked on it all night. How cool is that? <laughs> you know, one thing, one thing that we do whenever, whenever we walk in, and I still do this. The other day, my husband and I were walking in. We had gotten fuel, and we were walking in to get a soda or a drink or something. And those doors on the convenience store whoosh open, and I'm like, "Ta-da! I'm here. Have you been waiting?" And they were all like, "Whoa!" You know, or I'll see that my hair is a mess, and I'm like, "Whoa! Check that out. That's gorgeous. I couldn't do that if I tried." So you know, little little things like that that you know hey look I spilled mustard on my shirt I've added character those things are how you model for your yeah. children so that they know that hey I'm okay in fact I'm pretty cool yes I love that what a valuable thing to instill in your children that is awesome all right so one more time Jeannie how do we contact you GenieSiscoMeth.com and it's spelled like the computer, Cisco programs, and meth like the drug. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and my first name has one N, J E A N I E, and then CiscoMeth.com. Um, get on there. There's a bunch of stuff. You can also go to BullyproofingYou.com. Um, that's for my podcast and my my book. There's going to be some videos there. There's definitely podcast recording, all kinds of support and information out there to help you also don't forget shoot me that email genie at genie when you purchase my book and i can get you that workbook absolutely free that's a 20 dollars value just my way of saying thank you to emily for having me on and my way of saying thank you so much for helping me spread this message and using the tools that that have been given to me and that i have utilized over the years and genie thank you for spreading the message Thank you. And thank you for joining us. I hope you have a great day. Absolutely. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> that was profound and valuable advice from Jeannie Cisco Math. I think I'm sure every parent is concerned about their child being bullied, their child having a positive self-image, and how profound it is to be reminded that that impression begins with us as parents. We can teach them to value themselves. This is Emily Penrod. Thank you for joining me on In Support of Families. Visit my website at insupportoffamilies.com and have a great day.
Welcome to In Support of Families. This is Emily Penrod, and my guest today is Tammy Harris, who is the chaplain at Heritage Schools in Provo. Tammy, welcome. Thank you, Emily. It's a pleasure to be here. Can you tell us about your background, how you came to 